You won't hear Ed Feathers for Let's Go Sailing this week. You will hear last week's show on repeat. But you will hear Ed Feathers on this show because he's got the latest in sailing for us at his fingertips in the run to 7 o'clock. Morning, Ed. Good morning, Jacob. And uh, you're talking about Queensland this morning, Jacob. I mean, uh, they talk about the weather up there, as you say. It's supposed to be sunny, but I have a saying for it up there when I've been up there a couple of times. Cloudy one day and raining the next, mate. No good, you reckon? No, no. I went I went over to Lake Kubaravis, just out the back of Noosa. Our daughter was sailing there, and John Pope and I were over there. We carted a couple of the boats from WA over for the girls to sail on and then carted them back again. And, uh, oh, it was so disappointing. I mean, the water was brown on the lake, and uh, the rain was coming in. It was humid, and, oh, it was okay. I mean, Noosa's a nice place, but but the weather, Jacob, I mean, I've never had any luck with it. No, um, it was pretty humid a couple of years ago when we were up there for Shield Cricket. It was sunny, but uh, yeah, the humidity would get me more than anything. But uh, hopefully the rain clears and we see some cricket. What have you got for us in the sport of sailing this morning, Ed? Uh, the land speed sailing record attempt up in Lake Gardner in South Australia is looking a little bit more promising. That's good. The next America's Cup dates and racing areas were released yesterday in Barcelona. Uh, and I've been looking into some of the backstories surrounding the 14... TP52 yachts racing in this year's 118 Rolex Sydney Hobart fleet. So um, just a, a bit of stuff around that I'm interested in at the moment. The next America's Cup still a long way off, isn't it? It's, um, it's, it's still a fair while away? Yeah, t- 2024. But yesterday, the race areas and the dates of the racing for the America's Cup in Barcelona were released. The race course is going to be south of the city along that beach front there, so beautiful conditions and uh, great for spectators in the, along the beach. First to seven races uh, is the program, 12th of October through to the 27th of October 2024. Two races on day one, two races on day two. The defending team, New Zealand, as you know, is all ma- automatically in the match for the America's Cup, and then the challenger has got to be decided prior to that race from the American, UK, Swiss and Italian teams that are shaping up for the event. Falling monohulls, um, fans are already enjoying following the development of the test boats. All the teams have got their test boats, their 40-footers going now and they're working on those. There are so many people that are involved in getting these machines onto the water and, and there's a lot of Australians and West Australians in and amongst the team. And only only recently I heard a backstory on a, on a young WA man, Matthew J. Rahman, who's a did engineering and then he worked on the Formula Ones as a part of their land-based team and he worked on the Tour de France on the bikes and now he's with the British team in the America's Cup. Not a sailor himself, but engineer and working on some of this uh, technology that's behind the racing machines for the next America's Cup, the 37th, in Barcelona. Ed, uh, tell us about the latest for a team involved in trying to break the land sailing speed record. It'd be quite an achievement. Yeah, look, Team New Zealand uh, and Glenn Ashby, a, a Victorian in particular, have been working on a project to break the land speed sailing record. It currently stands at about 209 kilometres per hour. Um, and they've built a craft, uh, tested it on, on the land, uh, on runways, airport runways and things over in New Zealand. And then they moved the whole shooting match up to Lade Gedner, where they're going to do the attempt in South Australia around about July. But all this unseasonal rain um, have delayed the attempt and and I see uh, this week that the weather people have come out and said that there's a bit of a window coming up in the next two weeks. 
Sogman Ashby and the team have moved back up to the boats, which have been up there in Lake, in Lake Gardner, and uh, they're going to have a bit of a go at it. Uh, so he's moving up there this weekend. I mean, maintenance is the issue up there on the Salt Lake. Every time they run it on the lake, the salt's got to be cleaned out and everything's got to be totally smicked for the runs. And um, I think myself, I think the tyres will be its undoing, Jacob. You know, like there's always a limit to these things. And I think the tyres will be the limit in terms of the friction involved and also the shards of the salt on the lakes. But look, for those that are interested in speed and physics and sailing, it's been a fascinating adventure and really one that's worth following. Ed Feathers is with us, host of Let's Go Sailing. Let's Go Sailing on hiatus this week due to our cricket commitments, but uh, you'll hear last week's show replayed later tonight. Uh, what have you found out about the fleet of 14 TP52 scheduled to compete in this year's Rolex Sydney to Hobart race, which is, well, under a month away now? Yeah, it is. I mean, we're in December. It's the month of the, the uh, Rolex Sydney Hobart Boxing Day, as we know, um, often in between the cricket that that's on Boxing Day so it features in amongst all of that and uh, this year it'll be no different there's always a battle for the line on us and four grade 100 footers for that Comanche, Black Jack, Law Connect and Wild Oats 11 but as I said uh, and you picked up on the, the handicap winner is likely to come from this fleet of 14 T-52s Western Australian David Davenport's TP-52 left Frio on a boat code truck yesterday for its journey to Sydney, 5am in the morning yesterday. Big pack-up for the boat. You've got to take the keel off it, Jacob. You've got to take the mast off it, the rigging and all that stuff. And it's got to be packed up properly for the trip. Uh, big fireman Mike Hughes, who's been a winner in the Sydney Hobart and Loki, he was helping with the pack-up and... Uh, and he was involved in that. And then he's moved on, Mike, over to Queensland. He's actually moved over to Queensland as we speak, and he'll be sailing on the Maritimo, which is a Queensland yacht uh, and a TP-52. Uh, it was the first TP-52 built, uh, originally called Patches, and so Mike from here in WA will be sailing on that with the owner, Bill Barry Cotter. And um, Queenslander Bill Barry Cotter, I mean, he's been a mixed up in boats, Maritimo, Riviera, Mariner, all that stuff. So... Um, yeah, the TP-52s, 14 of them, they sort of all should finish at the same time, theoretically, but some get a bit of a handicap advantage because of their age over the others and some are a little faster than the others, so you've got to look at all of that in the race. Um, and in the race, there is a race between those boats, and I think that'll provide a terrific interest to the most uh, TP-52s we've seen racing in the Sydney Hobart, so I'm looking forward to that battle starting Boxing Day. So much of uh, the Sydney to Hobart and the intrigue is the start. So uh, that's uh, sneaking up on us now. Boxing Day, it all gets underway. Uh, Ed, thanks for your time this morning. Nice to speak to you. And uh, hopefully the weather clears in Queensland and hopefully the weather clears here for a beautiful day on the water. Good luck with that, uh, Jacob. But uh, yes, thanks very much for having me. See you later. Ed Feathers joining us here on Sports Breakfast. Let's go sailing. Always a staple of Thursday's uh, afternoon when we don't have our cricket commitments at one o'clock and, of course, later tonight as well after eight.